0: Support for Great Minds is provided by The Wine Store in Naples. The Wine Store offers a unique selection of wines from small production, artisan, and family-owned wineries. Their in-store wine education center hosts classes for the novice and connoisseur alike. Details are at thewinestorenaples.com. Welcome to Grape Minds, a wine-centric podcast where two wine-loving friends take a look beyond what is in the glass. We dig a little deeper into the stories, the culture, and the history behind the wine. We even drink a little bit of
1: wine while we're doing it. I'm Gina Birch. And I'm Julie Glenn. Today we're continuing our series on Grapes and the Zodiac, where we take the characteristics of a person in a particular Zodiac sign... And we pair them up with a grape that has similar characteristics. This, by the way, is not an indication that you should or do like the grape that we pair you with. However, I suspect that
0: in uh-huh. this case,
1: we might be right on with you.
0: I think so. Today, we are in the sign of Aquarius. And I have to say, I really am a fan of the grape in my sign. Yes, I'm an Aquarius. My birthday is the 21st, which some would call the cusp of Capricorn. But I know on one of our po- our, our posts on Facebook, when somebody suggested they were opposed post. Or they were the cusp. You debated whether the cusp is really a real thing. I think it might just be a way for those of us born on the the cusp to pick the best of both signs and claim them for ourselves. I don't know. I I
1: totally feel that. I'm really close to cancer as Mm -hmm. a Leo. So I say that I am a little bit more sensitive than most Leos because I'm kind of close. Okay. I I buy it. Yeah. So the grape that we have paired for your sign, Gina, is... Grenache. I love it. The Aquarians are the dreamers of the Zodiac. They've got the big ideas and they attract people with their infectious charisma. They are the ones who bring that party, which is why Grenache really suits this sign. It's similarly sweet and irresistible. Grenache is easy to approach with light body, fruit forwardness. It can be produced big and bold, a little bit spicy. It can be high alcohol. It can have plenty of fruit. You can take it many directions, but Mm -hmm. harsh it really isn't. No, it's not. I'm a particular fan of Grenache
0: from Southern France. Uh, it plays a significant role in Rhone blends a lot of times, and it's uh, valued for its roundness. It can attain a concentrated, powerful presence, and that's why it's used in blends a lot. It's, it's great on its own as well. But you give me a Grenache Syrah blend from the Rhone or even Languedoc, and I am a very happy girl. Uh, it's found in the highly acclaimed Chateauneuf de Pop, and it's produced into some of the best roses around the world. Again, a rose of Grenache makes this Aquarian a very happy girl. And a happy Gina is something that makes everybody eh, else happy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Especially when a, a glass of wine's in front of me. That'll,
1: that'll do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a vine that it used to be the second most planted variety in the world hmm. back in the day, but now it's only number seven. It's believed to have originated in Spain where it goes by garnacha. Garnacha. It's so hard not I to say that. I love saying it like that. I think everybody should just call it garnacha.
0: That's why I just order some wine sometimes like Tarantis from Argentina. I want to sit down and say, I want a glass
1: of Tarantis. <laughs> I know. I love that. You just do straight Midwestern accent. I'll do like, yeah, I'd just like to get myself a glass of Torontes. And everyone looks at you like, what the heck? Just throw out the big accent right there. Whenever you know you're going to pronounce it right. Mm -hmm. Unless you get it wrong. Yeah, well that's totally embarrassing. Yeah, it's mortifying. But I do it all the time. (laughs) So this grape kind of probably owes its dispersal throughout the Mediterranean region to the far-reaching and powerful Aragon Kingdom, which originated Mm -hmm. from Spain. They reached a lot of places and pretty much everywhere that they had dominion, they planted this grape. And That's certainly what made it such a big deal in Sardinia, Mm -hmm. the Italian island off the coast, uh, not to be confused with Sicily way down south. Um, Sardinia is better known as Cana now there, and... um, It's known in other places as Tinto Aragones. So Mm. we have a a nod to the Aragon folks. It strikes a really good balance of fruitiness and only slight acidity. It's not overly tannic, but it can get spicy in cooler climates. Um, It's productive, drought tolerant. It was once the most planted variety in Australia also, Mm. where it's now number three after Shiraz and Cabernet. Down under, that wine gets a little spicy. Uh, looks like should be having on a little sequin party dress, as I think I've seen Gina in a few times. <laughs> yes,
0: and you know I expect any of the grapes grown in Australia to have a to have a party air, and you know it's just adventurous. You think of the people you know from that area. I know Our Australians just, are just fun. cool. Yeah, and bringing it home in California. Grenache can range from uh, a Zinfandel-like fruit and an alcohol bomb, depending on how it's produced, to very lean and concentrated with bright berry flavors. Uh, California winemakers use it a lot for blending as well. There's also a Grenache Blanc and a Grenache Gris. And yeah, it's are, so weird. you yeah. got
1: Pinot that has, like, the different...
0: Yes, Pinot Blanc, Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier. Yeah,
1: and Pinot Gris. And then the Grenache has the Blanc and the Grenache Gris. Have you ever tried a Grenache Gris? I
0: had – oh, my gosh. I had a beautiful one from Tablas Creek. Uh, That's in Paso Robles. Dow makes a a Blanc Priest Ranch, always makes a good one. But I just love – Tablas Creek, when you're talking about Rhone varietals and Mm -hmm. and, and grapes that are grown in the Rhone Valley a lot or in France – they just are phenomenal, everything they do. They're not cheap, but they are really worth the value. If you can find one, join their wine club. Here, I'm not I'm not a, a poster child for it, but I just really am a fan of their wines.
1: Priest Ranch really rocks it out, yeah. too, though. Their Grenache Blanc is Pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. And then on the red front, staying down there in that central coast of California, they, they know what they're doing with the, the Grenache Blanc or red.
0: They really do. I mean, you've got a, a, a lot of good producers there. And um, I'm not sure if it's because of the climate or because you've got a lot of French ex, expats there. Or they're just having a, a good job with it or, or having a, a lot of uh, success with it. But Cass makes a good one there. Um, D- Delicato. They do a lot of blending with Grenache. They used to make 100%. I'm not sure that they do anymore. Um, Austin Hope. Austin Hope makes a really good one. You're right. Thank you for. I know we were talking about this before. I just can't remember all of them. Um, there's another one in California, Melee from Beckstoffer, but that's a rosé of Grenache. And Outcast as well makes another great rosé of Grenache. And these are, they, they just are really bright, beautiful rosés. They have a, a little bit of body and depth to them. Outcast is from San Joaquin, which is kind of a, an interesting place. You don't hear well, you do, but not a lot of. You don't see San Joaquin on the label of a lot Not of a lot. wines right it's around livermore it's a little inland and um meeker does a great grenache in sonoma uh, that's a good one i really do of, like that made one. of uh, yeah rosé of grenache
1: no they have a total straight up red grenache they do, too. that's right i forgot man it's good i do love that one yeah. and then when you talk about the big dog you got sinquan on that's that's the big big honker out mm-hmm, of california mm-hmm. uh, that's about a few hundred dollars right there that'll set you back
0: and if you're talking about expensive wines, let's go back to Australia or expensive Grenache. Uh, Powell & Son, yeah. we went to a tasting and we tasted through a lot of a lot of their wines. And I'm telling you, that Grenache was beautiful. It was expensive. Um, but and I, I bought a bottle and tucked it away. I was, I was going to bring it in today, darn it. No, you Really? I was, I was thinking about it. But, and I had to like double. I wanted to get back into the, my little my stash and say, what else do I have? What from other regions? But I'm kind of glad I'm I'm letting Powell sit a little longer.
1: Yeah, it's probably deserving. That was an investment. Those mm-hmm. are one of those investment yeah. bottles. But Powell and Sons, that Grenache. Yeah, man, I remember that being one of those where we just both stopped and went. Right. Whoa.
0: <laughs> and let's go to Spain. Let's talk a little bit about Spain. You can go you know? right to the
1: opposite end of the spectrum on yeah. the pricing category here. Juan Gil, they make a Garnacha that is um, under ten dollars. And it's surprisingly good And it's mm. a really cool bottle It's, it, it's a great label Yes, yeah. yeah, a really beautiful label And it's kind of like a Artistic Profile of a woman has a little color and stuff So it's a beautiful cute bottle Kind of gray
0: and black I know if, if you've seen mm-hmm.
1: if, if you see it, you'll remember it Because it's very striking Yeah, and Juan Gil has uh, quite the line So it, pretty much anything from Juan Gil Is going to be dependably good um, And of course in Spain you got Priorat That's the pinnacle of the Garnacha that
0: I'm going to say it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> One more time. Any excuse come There you go. <laughs> well, and you're talking about, you know, when you look at geography and where Spain and the Pyrenees, you right on the other side we've got uh, we've got France, and the southern part of France. And there's a, a wine from there called Tattoo, Kimberly Jones. It's a Kimberly Jones wine. It's got a donkey on the label, and it pays homage to how they have to harvest the grapes because it is so steep. And, it, and they, they, these are old vine Grenache. And when you get this wine, it is big and juicy, and you just taste the age in it, and you, it's just concentrated. And it's a cool story because um, – those wines just, are, those vines just aren't producing anymore, and these farmers are not getting the yields, and they're not making the money. The French government said, "Hey, we'll buy them back from you, so you can plant, or give you a stipend, so you can plant apricots." And this girl, Kimberly Jones, she's out of California. And a couple of people, they're like, you can't do that. This is like, this is sacrilege. And they <laughs> got together money and they all went and bought these vineyards and they're making wine. I mean, she scraped up money and went over to France and is um, making old vine Grenache. I, I just wonder how it. it's they got it to awesome produce story. again. Uh, well, they were still producing, they just weren't in volume.
1: Oh, they so. Weren't,
0: they weren't making the money and it just wasn't. Um, it wasn't as profitable for, for farmers, and, and that's what they do And they grow grapes. They, they want to get some money, and the people who really Yes, yeah, not a love, not-for-profit industry. Right. So <laughs> the people who, who really make wine do it a lot out of passion, not for um, money because it, there's not
1: a lot of money in a lot of them. Yeah, the yeah, I can see that. So, I mean, the people mm-hmm. that originally that had it, they were used to just making a whole lot of wine, and mm-hmm. they just weren't getting the same yield. And she's out there going, okay, well, we can have low it's yield so like high quality. Sites. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: exactly. So let's talk about the um, Aquarians. Okay you're one of them <laughs> mm-hmm. they like they have the big dreams the big goals but sometimes Aquarians don't really have the patience for the minutia of making things happen. Yeah. Um, whenever they do stick to something, or at least get a team around them that makes it happen, then it, it can be pretty spectacular. The mm-hmm. same is true of Grenache, which, when it's mass produced, it can get flabby, it can get boring, and it can kind of taste a little bit watery. But when the winemaker does the work of pruning, like nobody's business, and then has the patience to let those grapes ripen to full maturity instead of you know getting ahead of it too much, mm-hmm. it can be a wine that is is. Pr- Pretty, pretty spectacular. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. Here's some famous Aquarians besides me. (laughs) I'm famous to my mother and in my own mind and my brother and my (laughs) nephews. But um, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Edison, Ronald Reagan, Mozart, um, Jennifer Aniston, Ellen, Oprah, Michael Jordan, Cristiano Ronaldo. Who's that? Oh, he's a famous soccer player. He is like God over in your... Um. You're so funny.
1: You keep throwing in these soccer players. I'm like, who's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look exactly. him up. Well, what kills me is that Aquarians are just really not people who are going to give into control. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to tell uh, an Aquarian, what they have to do and try to reel them in too much and you want to try to dominate them, they will resist with every ounce of their might. You also have Ferdinand Magellan, Frederick Douglass, mm-hmm. Galileo Galilei, Darwin, James Dean, Rasputin, <laughs> all famous Aquarians yeah. who are famously not going to be held I, down yep. or told what to do. I see what you're saying without with that, with that uh, characteristic. hmm so, um, relationship tips with Gina: Don't try to be controlling or domineering. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to be over really fast, <laughs>
0: Real <laughs> and fast. it has in many occasions.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, uh, this has been a fun, great minds. Love, I love talking about Aquarians. You know, I'm married to an Aquarian. That's right, you are, and it I happens. love I love your husband. He's awesome, <laughs> and I also have a ton of friends that are Aquarians. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a good sign. It's a heck of a grape. I do love some Grenache. And if if you haven't become familiar with Grenache, it's definitely a grape to try. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get into them really inexpensively with some Spanish Grenache. And then you can go a little bit further up the the wine food chain, if you will, and get into like some $20 Central Coast. Mm-hmm. And then and also definitely try the Grenache Blanc. It is Probably one of my favorite it's grapes. It's a
0: really cool, yeah, it's a really cool grape. And Grenache Syrah blends, to me, that's like the cat's meow. Mm-hmm. I could drink those all day. I love I love what they do for
1: each other and how they complement each other. The bee's knees.
2: Mm-hmm. The better Beasons. cheddar. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> grape Minds is produced at WGCU Studios on FGCU campus in Fort Myers, Florida. Our producers for online media are Anna Bejarano and Tara Calligan. Technical production is by Mike Canary. Great Minds theme music for Zante is by Colin Mannon. To get in touch, check greatminds.org. Thanks for listening. And we're going to play out some music that I had to dig up in honor of Ol Rasputin, who is an Aquarian. So be sure to listen to this tune from the 70s by Boney M.
2: of hate with Trump, so he was